Greetings and salutations, and welcome to the Future of Law, Good Lawyers podcast series dedicated to exploring what is and what could be when it comes to the business of law and how we as lawyers can improve access to legal services for everyone. Each week, we interview thought leaders in the legal profession on how lawyers can evolve with the times and ultimately live more fulfilled lives. For those of you who regularly listen to the Future of Law podcast, and yes, there are a growing number of you, today's show is a little different. As many of you know, Good Lawyer recently put on our very first summit, and over the next several weeks, we will be releasing some of the incredible conversations we were able to have right here on this podcast. To lead us off, I could think of no one better than my good friend and Good Lawyer's chief legal officer, Josh Weinberger. Josh began his career in big law and practiced at a major firm for over five years before taking the entrepreneurial leap to Good Lawyer. At first, many who knew Josh were surprised by his decision to leave his venerated position at the firm. By all accounts, he had it made. He was young, respected, making big law money, and was on the fast track to becoming a partner at the firm, the gold standard in law. However, despite these outward professional successes, Josh knew something was missing. During the summit, Josh told his very intimate and powerful story about why he left big law to risk it all on this little but fast-growing startup we call Good Lawyer. The response has already been tremendous, and we have already heard from many of you who deeply resonated with Josh's tale. We hope by releasing it here, it will inspire even more of you to reflect and ultimately pursue a life aligned with your values and passions. On a final point, it is rare that I encourage people not to listen to the podcast, but if you have a moment, I highly encourage you to open the show notes and click on the YouTube link to Josh's presentation. The talk has a few visual elements that pack a punch, and trust me, whether you are a law student or firmly on track to become a partner at your law firm, it is well worth the time. All right, that is it for me. Please enjoy today's episode. Thank you, Adil, and hello, everybody. Before I jump straight into my presentation here, I want to take a second to kind of set the table, provide a little bit of context. Um, I'm about to talk about myself, which, frankly, feels pretty awkward and will be uncomfortable. I'm not a big sharer. In fact, I have never shared this story before, um, not in its entirety, and Certainly not in the level of detail I have prepared for today. However, with some prodding and encouragement from the Good Lawyer team, I have decided to share my story for a couple of reasons. Um, First, it's relevant. It's relevant in the context of the broader discussion we're having here today regarding the future of law and with respect to mental health and well-being in our profession. Second, um, because I want to plant an idea, sort of inception style, so pick it up if it resonates and frankly toss it away if it doesn't. So with that uh, preamble in mind, let's get into it. This is a picture of me from the fall of 2010. I am an undergraduate student athlete in the middle of a short but rather grueling varsity soccer season. 
I'm 22 years old and I'm balancing a full academic schedule with seven days a week uh, of soccer training and games. I am sore and tired all the time. I'm behind in my schoolwork. I haven't been to a social event in months and I'm filled with anxiety and sick before almost every match. Despite all that, this is one of the happiest and most fulfilling periods of my life. This is a picture of me eight years later. It's a Saturday in April. Uh, I'm in my parking garage. I'm exhausted, clearly. I'm behind in my work. I'm late for my dad's birthday celebration. And about an hour from now, I'm going to break down with my mom into tears while the rest of our party guests are downstairs having some drinks and appetizers. So what's changed? On the surface, not much, except that I'm a lawyer now and not a student athlete, but there's much more to it than that. Unfortunately, I wouldn't really figure that out for another couple of years. Growing up, I uh, wanted to live an important life. I wanted to make an impact, do something meaningful, and I wanted to be recognized and respected for doing so. So I'm nearing the end of my undergrad and coming to this realization that I'm about a million miles away from living this important life as a professional athlete. And so my next best plan was to become a lawyer. Now, I'd studied political science, so I had this idea that lawyers played an important and meaningful role in our society. Lawyers help to create, interpret, and maintain the rule of law, which really matters. The rule of law is about organizing our society in a way so that we can, frankly, live together in a way that is better than if we didn't have it. Lawyers also make an impact. They work with people and presumably impact the lives of their clients for the better. Lawyers are also recognized. People write books and Hollywood makes movies about them. They're always smart, interesting, passionate, dogged, and articulate. So becoming a lawyer seemed to align with my values and certainly with this inflated sense of self-importance that I had. Heading into law school, I was uh, excited by this idea of learning to think like a lawyer. To me, that meant learning this Hollywood persona. It meant learning to think and act and talk ethically and analytically and compassionately. It meant learning skills that would help people and make a contribution to our society. Slowly but surely, however, I learned and adopted an altogether different way of thinking. Beginning in law school, reinforced through student recruitment and hardwired during my articles and in practice, I learned to think and act and talk dispassionately and competitively. Sure, I was a professional now. I was analytical, 
diligent and dependable, but I was also more superficial, status-driven, competitive, and cold. And without really understanding why, I was also unhappy. On January 25th, 2018, the start of my fourth year in legal practice, that unhappiness prompted me to take a photo. It is very hard now to reconnect with the way that I felt in taking this photo. Um, emotionally, I can't really go back there. And I think that's probably why I took it. It wasn't for anybody or anything. I never sent or shared it with anyone. It was a journal entry. Tangible evidence that on this particular day, I was not okay. Over the next 12 months, I made 11 similar journal entries. I didn't really know it at the time, but I wasn't taking these photos because I was overwhelmed, overworked, and anxious. Although I did sometimes feel intense pressure in my job, I also had colleagues and mentors that were great friends and that were willing to help me out if ever I needed it. And while I dedicated many evenings and weekends to the firm, I also took time off and even said no to work from partners. You see, I was doing my very best to practice law on my own terms, and still, it didn't feel right for me. It took a pandemic for me to realize the difference. The difference between a fulfilled student-athlete in 2010 and an empty securities lawyer in 2020. Alone in my apartment, deal flow ground to a halt. I came to realize that my legal practice did not reflect my rationale for becoming a lawyer. I wanted to do important, meaningful work, but I didn't find meaning in closing deals. I wanted to work with people, but I communicated principally through email and knew very few of the, very few of the firm's clients personally. I came to realize that my legal practice did not leverage my inherent character strengths and interests. You see, I work best in teams, not with giant legal documents. I'm interested in self-improvement and leadership not in technical securities laws. I came to realize that my legal practice did not reflect my core values. I want to be respected for my strength of character and integrity, not for the number of hours that I bill or the size of my annual bonus. And while I genuinely appreciated the intellectual challenge of the work that I was doing, I didn't like the combative, sometimes hostile nature of my profession. 
I left my private legal practice behind in April of this year. It was a difficult decision. You see, I had invested a lot in my life as a lawyer, and so had many others. Mom, dad, colleagues, mentors, the firm. Investments in my education, in developing new skills and expertise, in building meaningful relationships. But I knew, and I know, that this decision was right for me. Because for me, and maybe also for you, it matters that we find purpose and meaning in, pardon me, it matters that we find purpose and meaning in our daily wins and losses. It matters that we can add value with our inherent skills and interests. And it really matters that our career path and goals align with our core values. So if you're unhappy in your legal practice or overwhelmed in your legal studies, maybe take a step back. Slow down and ask yourself whether in your daily dedication to thinking like a lawyer, you also experience enough moments where you're thinking like your authentic self. Because lawyers are just people. We're not special. And you can't be a successful, fulfilled lawyer unless you're a fulfilled and happy person. It's uh, early days in my good lawyer story, but that's what I am again. Fulfilled because my whole set of skills and interests add value to our project. Happy because I've found purpose and meaning in helping to build a business that does good. Motivated because I'm doing it with people I care about. Thank you for listening to my story. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out goodlawyer.ca slash podcast, where you'll find every episode along with the show notes and resources. You can also sign up for Good Lawyer's newsletter that keeps you up to date on all the info and tools you need to turn your business into a rocket ship. Until next time, we hope you have a great week. Thank you.